Cash fed cattle prices finally found some traction last week. Promise remains for calf and feeder cattle prices later this year, but for now, potential continues to face plenty of challenges. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents Wes Ishmael. Hello and welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 19th of April, sponsored by Calf News. I'm Wes Ishmael. Negotiated cash fed cattle prices took a step higher last week. Live prices were a dollar higher in the Southern Plains at $139 hundredweight, two to four dollars higher in Colorado at $140 to $142, two dollars higher in Nebraska at $140 to $142, and two to three dollars higher in the Western Corn Belt at $142 to $143. Dress prices were three to five dollars higher in Nebraska at $225 to $227, and four dollars higher in the Western Corn Belt at $226. The five area direct weighted average steer price last week was $141.02 a hundredweight on a live basis, which was $2.20 more than the previous week. The average steer price in the beef was $3.46 higher at $225.89. Live cattle futures rode stronger cash prices, an average of $0.80 cents higher week to week on Monday, from $0.10 cents to $1.95 higher, except for $0.12 cents lower in October. Estimated total cattle slaughter last week of 634,000 head was 37,000 head fewer than the previous week and 7,000 head fewer than the same week last year. Year to date, estimated total cattle slaughter of 9.69 million head was 50,000 head more than last year. Year to date, estimated beef production of 8.1 billion pounds was 61.8 million pounds more than in 2021. Choice boxed beef cutout value was $1.03 lower week to week on Monday at $271.08 hundredweight. Select was $0.83 cents lower at $259.46. As mentioned at the outset, this week's price point comes to you courtesy of CAF News. Since 1964, CAF News has provided in-depth coverage of industry events and issues, along with market insights management advice, and a celebration of cattle business people. Be sure to check out the latest issue at calfnews.net. You'll find everything from information about retained ownership to carbon credit contracts to interesting industry history and lots, lots more. Take a look. Nationwide, steers and heifers sold steady to $3.00 weight lower last week, except for firm to $3.00 higher on heifers in the South Central region, according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. Those analysts note the increased price on heifers in the Southern Plains helped correct the steer to heifer spread that had ballooned to more than $30.00 on five weights in recent weeks. As mentioned in cattle current last week, Optimism remains for higher prices in the latter half of this year. USDA's Economic Research Service increased the anticipated annual feeder steer price this year to $163 a hundredweight in the latest monthly livestock, dairy, and poultry outlook. That's based on higher recent feedlot placements as producers pull cattle from drought-affected pastures, which will further limit supplies as the year progresses. 
basis a 750 to 800 pound steer selling at Oklahoma City. The forecast third quarter average feeder steer price was raised $4 to $165. The fourth quarter price was bumped $6 higher to $172. In the meantime though, an assortment of challenges continues to cap price potential, including higher feedlot placements and continued heavy beef production on the back of heavier fit cattle carcass weights and increased non-fed cattle volume. Feeder cattle futures gained on those stronger cash-fed cattle prices but faltered in the face of corn's relentless rally. Week to week on Monday, feeder cattle futures closed an average of $1.66 lower while the front six corn contracts were up an average of $0.38 or the same period. As if they needed more help, corn futures received an added boost last week from President Biden's announcement that the higher blend 15% ethanol gas, or E15, could be sold through the summer in an effort to curb rising fuel costs. Previously, E15 sales were prohibited during the summer months. In his weekly market comments, Aaron Smith, crop marketing specialist at the University of Tennessee, explains, Russia's invasion of Ukraine, drought in the southern plains and western U.S., high fertilizer prices, strong export demand, and the recent USDA Perspective Plantings Report have all provided fuel to the rally. Prices won't go up forever, but right now, he says, there appears to be little that can slow the ascent in the short term. Based on elevated beef cow slaughter, it appears calf numbers will be less than previously thought going forward. Through the first quarter of this year, weekly, federally inspected beef cow slaughter averaged 18% more year-over-year, while dairy cow slaughter declined 3%. Typically, ERS analysts say cow slaughter would display that kind of volume in the fourth quarter. However, higher feed costs, drought conditions plaguing much of the nation, and historically high prices for cull cows are prompting cow-calf producers to make deeper cuts into their herds. They add the macroeconomic situation has also changed from last year, with higher fuel prices, feed costs, and operating costs, that may be affecting producer decisions as well. Total federally inspected non-fed cattle slaughter in the first quarter was the most since the mid-1980s. ERS analysts point out 69% of the country was experiencing some level of drought the week of March 29th, compared with about 63% the same week a year earlier. That's the widest drought coverage since about 67% in April of 2013. Spun another way, ERS analysts say 61% of the nation's cattle inventory was in areas experiencing drought compared to 35% at the same time last year. Although declining beef production and increased prices this year suggest a contraction in U.S. beef exports of about 4%, Brenda Botel, livestock economist at the University of Wisconsin, River Falls, says the bigger trade concern for cattle is the indirect effects from decreased trade opportunities for poultry due to highly pathogenic avian influenza, or HPAI, as well as the decreased export potential for pork due to lower imports from China. In the latest issue of In the Cattle Markets from the Livestock Marketing Information Center, Botel explains current HPAI impacts are so far less than the outbreak in 2014 and 15, when about 12% of the layer hens were lost and more than 50 countries imposed 
import restrictions on U.S. poultry, leading to a 14% decline in broiler exports and a 4% decline in domestic broiler prices. She notes export restrictions today are different than in 2015, confined to regions of infection rather than an entire nation. Based on data from USDA's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Services, HPAI infections have been identified in 35 states with the virus detected in commercial flocks in 14 of those states. Although trade restrictions today are different than during the last major outbreak, if it continues to expand, Botel says the impact on trade will grow and hence the potential to impact beef prices will continue to increase. She explains beef is the highest priced animal protein in the U.S. and given the expected decline in production due to lower numbers and continued strong trade, we will likely see continued increases in retail beef prices. She says additional supplies of poultry or pork on U.S. grocery shelves will put downward pressure on those prices and will eventually transfer to cattle prices. And that's your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 19th of April. Sponsored by Calf News, I'm Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening.